0: the Podcast, season 8 of the podcast, Rubblewood. brought here by Bedsafe.net. Thank you for joining us, feel sure, sure you have, have no, no regret, even we can't believe we're not cancelled yet. We're gonna tell some, tell some stories, we're gonna have a good time, and mm-hmm. you no know for sure, we're gonna have a laugh. This the podcast. This the podcast. 100% free. 100%. That's it. This is the podcast. This is the podcast. That's it. This the podcast. Woo, this the podcast. This the podcast. Love, it, love it. This the podcast. What This is the podcast. This the podcast. This is the pod.
1: So, you know, I I, I don't like to name drop. Jimmy never name drops. Never. No, no. That's what uh, Al Pacino uh, says about me. I never name (laughs) drop. Ali. Welcome to the Rubber books Podcast uh, brought to you by Betsafe.net. We missed you last week. Uh, There's Puffy, there's Stop, there's Lester. Um, The reason I didn't want to talk about it before I went down there, just in case I ended up in prison or or stuck for 14 days, but I did sneak off to Turks and Caicos. I will admit it to all my friends at Brooksy and the, and the, and the, the girls went down because uh, the girls were online learning anyway. And um, so I, w- I wasn't sure, but we had this massive break in the leaf schedule where I had like two weeks between hockey games and I was just sitting here parting around. So I decided, you know, we're all vaccinated and boosted and everything. And, uh, we figured you could be very careful down there, not see anybody. So, we, so I we went down. So, anyway, I'm eating uh, dinner Weimara. at the Waimara, beautiful Waimara, with our friend Bruce, Bruce. Oh, man Bruce! Runs.
2: How's Bruce? Manus. Love
1: Bruce. Bruce is, of course, uh, for our listeners, the one who hosted us all at the villa um, a couple of years ago. So, Lovely Bruce guy. still wants. Bruce is a wonderful guy. Bruce McLaren, former Ottawa guy. Uh, we did a big interview in here, transplanted to Australia, um, now in Turks and Caicos. Anyway, uh, my wife and I and Bruce and his lovely wife, Katrina, and a wonderful restaurant called Indigo now Waimara, which if you're down in Turks and Caicos, you have to check out. But on this night, so it was a little later. We we're having a little bit later dinner. And so um, uh, there was only a few tables outside, and, and we were the only table. Inside, it's like open to the outside. So we were just eating inside. It was kind of windy outside. So we're having this dinner. You know, very quiet at the Waimara. As you guys know, at night, the resort's very quiet. There's nobody around. And all yeah. of a sudden, this, uh, this bodyguard comes in with a big uh, bulletproof vest on, like to case the place. And that was weird. So he's walking around for 20 minutes, and then another bodyguard comes in, and then a third bodyguard comes in. So by this point, I, I kind of had no idea what was going on, or what I thought was about to go on, uh, just because there's not that many people that come to Turks. So I got up to go to the bathroom. And uh, they're sitting in the, uh, the lounge area, just outside the restaurant, is uh, uh, Aubrey. Uh, we go, he goes by Drake, the <laughs> rapper.
3: <laughs> but you know guys, are, you guys aware?
1: So I, Aubrey, I, I call yeah. him. I say Aubrey. Aub. Aub. So I had that minute. So I walk right by him, and it was that "what do you do" moment, right? I mean, he's an A celebrity. I'm a Z. <laughs> No, well, <laughs> I mean, in Canada
2: you're the same. In Canada you're the same. He's just a little more international.
1: A <laughs> little you. bit bigger internationally. Internationally just a more, slightly above.
2: Yeah, south yeah, it's close, right. close. Canada though, the yeah. exact same.
1: Exactly, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> but I was kind of always curious because I sort of—I've walked by Drake a couple of times, like when the Raptors were in the NBA Finals, like down in the bowels of the building. But I've never had a conversation with Drake. I know he knows. You know, Leo and Jack and and uh, Maddie Devlin and all that because he's always on our broadcast. But I was always curious, would Drake know me? So as I, this Andy all from ran, the office. Yes, this all ran through my head in about two seconds as I walked by him. So I'm like, I don't wanna be that guy to interrupt the guy staring at his phone. But I'm like, I'll try it. I'm like, Hey Drake <laughs> like, Hey, Drake. Drake looks up and I go, Hey James, T S N he goes, Ah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, how you doing man and he goes good and he looked back down at his phone I was like okay man have a good night <laughs> that's it that is the end of the conversation that was a 12 second long conversation wow with Drake. so I mean it's a small victory there was recognition yeah right? yeah it's just recognition and instantly I don't want to have any interaction with you beyond that right
3: so, so you didn't get him for the podcast
1: I I tried to book him to do his own version of uh, the Rubber Boots song. Um, Well, that would have been epic. Try to just knock Lester's version right off there.
2: (laughs) That would would be be cruel.
1: No, we'd never do that. Imagine if I got Drake to do a hello. (laughs) (laughs) And it became number
2: one. I know.
1: So, uh, we're copyright infringement and I'd make money too. Do it. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, anyway, Drake comes in and ends up sitting at the next table. And there's only two tables in the restaurant, but and so my wife, Brooksy, was a little bit excited, and she's like, "Well, we should I I should get a picture or something like that." I'm like, "Brooksy, do not trust me. Like, I'm sure." And by the way, I'm not I'm not judging Drake as a jerk or anything like that. Like, I think that we have no understanding of these people's lives. Everywhere they go, everybody wants a piece of them or a photo, or everyone's gawking and staring at them the entire dinner.
3: It's like when I go to Dollarama. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine, James, if
0: they came in and they bumped you? They said they they want to have the whole restaurant for themselves, but just bump you. This <laughs> that
1: you good. know what? I would have been happy. To been, I would happy to move. So they sat there the whole time, and uh, uh, I'm like, Brooksy, you're not going over. You're not going. And Brooksy, Brooksy didn't go over. And uh, but it's funny because the one of the bodyguards sat like sort of directly across from me, and then Drake is on my eye line. Table to the right of me, and he was just staring at us the whole time. I think waiting, you know, waiting for us to do something stupid, like to go up to the table or uh, yeah. or to try to take a a video, you know, or something like that. Because yeah. that is a that is a that is a sucky move. I will say that uh I've had it happen to me before, where like I've got a chicken. Somebody takes a a selfie in a restaurant over their shoulder, and I got like a chicken wing hanging out of my mouth. So, um, but the saddest part was my two daughters had just gone home the day before and. Uh, they knew Drake was on the island from his Instagram. And so they were like, Dad, let's go find Drake. You know, let's go see where Drake might hang out. And yeah, as you know, providentiality is kind of small. so It's not like you have a good chance to find Drake, but you have a chance to find Drake probably. Sure, <laughs> of course you know. you sure. Uh, so they were a little bit bummed when uh, I texted them and said, yeah, Drake's at I, the t- table I, next I, to me.
2: I think that he might have been more interested if they approached him than, than
1: if, <laughs> when you approached him. <laughs> well, I, I was actually thinking about that. You, like, could, Drake couldn't probably even, like, take pictures, you know, With a, you, you take a picture with an 18-, 19-year-old girl, and who knows what they do with that picture, and somebody, some idiot posts a rumor online, right? Just kidding. So I... I do sympathize with like the super, super double A grade celebrities and situations like that because people are idiots now. And uh, you know what? Drake seemed to be having a good time. I think he was FaceTime and it looked like he was FaceTime and his son. And uh, I love the dude's music. He just didn't want to chat with me too much. Now so, question, just sad. one
2: question for you, James. I've yeah. always been curious. Uh, how does the bodyguard thing work? Do they get a meal as well? Or are they at different tables? Like, is, uh, are they standing at a, I know the one guy was eyeballing you, but you said there was three of them. So it's a
1: great question. Uh, and me being, Jimmy gets a little, Jimmy's very social, right. Mm-hmm. And I always think about the other people involved. And so, uh, on a further trip to the washroom, I decided to engage in a conversation with one of the bodyguards, oh, not nice. the one that was g- giving me the evil eye, but, uh, the other one. And I'm saying, I said, what's it like? What is life like for you? Nice. as a bodyguard like do you get are you at this guy's beck and call all the time like three o'clock in the morning he wants to go out for drive-through you got to go and he goes yeah basically but he says we get days off so there must be like a rotation of like six bodyguards and like four are always on or something like that nice and uh i will say he said he's been with drake for four years and he said he loves the guy so well wow. so that's awesome, awesome. Drake, now, uh, did they Musk. get
0: a chance to sit down on the
1: job? Like, yeah, man. so the guy who was giving me the evil eye, was eating, he was eating like a Caesar chicken salad. Nice. Uh, so mm-hmm. they're having a meal while, uh, while uh, Drake has a meal. But by the way, no advance notice to the restaurant or anything like that. They just walked in. Like it was uh, completely, completely s- surprised to uh, the Waimara and Indigo. It wasn't like, you know, a day before, just so you know, Drake's going to be coming. Interesting. Mm,
3: nice. So i have a hypothetical um, for lester now coming okay. off of that drake thing if drake did do a cover of hello and mm-hmm. it would blow up however the stipulation was you wouldn't get any royalties you would have songwriting credits but you wouldn't get any money from it but people would know you wrote it would you let him use it no no seriously no, not. No, why not. because
0: it's the principally issue you know, artists like that should know that that the, the right thing to do is credit—not only credit, but royalties. I wrote the song. That's it. You know, okay. I mean, I know it sounds crazy, and you know, you might say, "Oh, you know, Lester wrote this song, therefore people will come to him, and yeah. uh, and uh, there'll be other opportunities for Lester." But no, in principle, no, that's my
1: song. That's it. Okay. Just uh, Lester. On, on that note, um. Elton Ron owes me $300,000 for covering the Rubber Boots theme song and having it, having it played millions of times now by our listeners.
3: Yes, that's, very true. that's a good point. <laughs> well, that will play out in court. Pretty good.
1: So, uh, more, more Waimara tales. Uh, we, we, Brooksy and I got kicked out of the Waimara. I, I say that, uh, uh, lovingly. Um, we did on purpose. They told us beforehand that they had what you call a, a sell, a sellout or a buyout where somebody buys the entire hotel what? For, oh, four, for four days. Yeah. And, uh, so obviously I was curious, we just moved next door, um, to a place not as nice as the Waimara, but it's okay. And, um, it was I heard it was a crypto company so I don't know how much you guys follow the market uh, you know we are experts on crypto on oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the company is called Solana it is a Where I guess it, it's it's known as a crypto company but uh, in, in typical rubber boots podcast uh, layman terms the, the only terms we know it's a uh, Uh, what they do i think they have been able to do transactions incredibly fast like faster than banks and such i don't know if it's just crypto transactions Mm. but uh they have some sort of software or platform or blockchain or whatever that crap is that uh, does that so anyway solana from what i understand fairly new company uh in the past year uh the stock is up four thousand percent well that's why they can
2: afford to do that
1: (laughs) so if, uh, if Puffy, Lester, and Stock were hired uh, last year or let's say two years ago to, to help this startup, Solana, do a little uh, computer software, right? And so I, would, I don't know what you, let's say you get a starting salary of, I don't know, $60,000 a year or $80,000 a year or something like that. You know, these, they have money, these startups, and uh, you get uh, 25% of that in stocks or you get well, 50,000 shares or something like that, Right. Yeah, ten maybe ten, twenty thousand dollars worth of stock. Is that realistic? Stock, something like that. Sure. I know my my. I have my nephew that works for Shopify. I think he got like fifty grand worth of stock in his first three years or something like that. So let's say just for the sake of just let's say ten thousand. Let's do a low number. Ten thousand dollars worth of stock. Uh, Four thousand percent. Forty million dollars. <laughs> wow. Oh wow. Ten thousand dollars. Wow. One year, wow. forty million dollars. So how is there only, even this much money? So that listen. So there's 40 people at this. Only 40. I don't know why they booked the whole hotel off, but they only had 40 people there, and uh, they did all sorts of funky stuff. They brought in, I guess, these world famous DJs that some of our listeners would know that I don't know, and uh they had a had uh, they basically put what's that show? Wipeout, you know the uh yeah, you know what. So they basically yep. put a, a wipeout course in the ocean, like of inflatables where oh, nice. they could run around. And, yeah, they had all sorts of fun going sorry, on. Sorry, this
3: was for but their employees or in their investors?
1: For their, for their, I think a little combination of both, most mostly mm-hmm. employees. So they were all 20s, basically. Brooksy wow. and I went over to check out the situation. And, you know, they looked, most of them looked between 23 and maybe some early 30s, I would say. And, uh, they were kind of reluctant. They must have like, uh, like it was an NDA. I found out it was Solana, but it was like all the hotel staff had to sign an NDA or whatever, but, uh, uh they were really, they were, they didn't want to talk about. It. So I'm like, Hey, so Solana, eh? so, uh, yeah, how much stock you got? <laughs> 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 they didn't they didn't want to talk about it but uh, now most, most people aren't going to want to talk about it though no. you know but imagine being you know working a company a couple of years maybe they worked for the company 10 years i don't know about the background so they, laugh,
3: they it. didn't want to sponsor the more you know segment because <laughs> i will take stock as payment
2: now now well, jimmy the thing is, uh, yeah Did you uh, and Brooksy at all uh, entertain an indecent proposal (laughs) with any of these young, (laughs) newly-minted millionaires?
1: (laughs) No, but I was with – so the Saturday night before they were taking over the resort – or sorry, the Sunday night, they were taking over the resort on a Monday. And Sunday, uh, I was sitting at the bar watching uh, Jimmy G and Niners uh, beat the Packers. Uh, RIP to uh, Jimmy G and yeah. Niners. Um, Sorry, Jimmy, but it was hell. I, I, I
3: would have figured you were anyway, watching <laughs> Mad about <you>. was...
1: <laughs> So, so uh, uh, Lauren, uh, this was the there was a woman a uh, couple seats down from me at the bar, and uh, she was the uh, party planner. So uh, shout out to Lauren. I don't never meant her last name or got her. Uh, Numbers, but we bonded because uh, she was a Niners fan and uh, she runs a company that just does parties for crypto companies. Oh, and wow! So she was giving me the lowdown about basically they will just give her like 10 million dollars and say, Plan us a four day blowout party. And in this case, that's what she did. I'm, I don't know if it was 10 million dollars, but yeah, I rent this place in Turks, we fly everybody in. We go nuts for four days and that's what her job is. That's a, that'd be a pretty fun job, Puppy, you could do that job.
2: Uh, well, I could be an assistant to Lauren.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Lauren actually invited me. She said, you got, you can, we're not supposed to have anyone in, but if you and your wife want to, want to sneak into the party, just uh, tell them Lauren sent you. But I, I didn't feel right. I didn't want to be what? that one guy, you know, the non-Solana. I know, Puffy, you probably hate So, so you know, uh, we assume, we assume, it, assume it. that
0: you didn't want to be said. Th- notice he didn't mention Brooksy. I don't want to be that one guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Brooksy, I'm going for a walk. <laughs>
1: uh, I maybe if, if Brooksy wasn't there. I might, maybe if Puffy <laughs> uh, was with me or Lester <laughs> or stuff instead of Brooksy, we would have stuck over to the party. Well, you bet we're we'll going over crypto there. crypto mil- millionaires
2: <laughs> by now. Yeah.
1: Jimmy, you said it was a bunch of young
0: 20-somethings. Uh, this is what I find interesting about reality TV now. Well, all these different shows, whether it's I don't know too hot to handle or whatever, all the guys are like cut, ripped, six pack abs, whatever. The women are all like just absolutely gorgeous, flawless, thin. What was it like when? The, what was the reality of the situation at that at the Walmart? Were all these twenty somethings thin and
1: no, everything, I, no, I would say it was your your, your basic normal breakdown of human society that makes <laughs> sense right. there was some uh, there was some lovely looking people and uh hey all people are lovely but i would say various shapes and sizes would, uh, oh, yes. would be what i what i would say uh different ethnicities different shapes and sizes it was a nice little breakdown they all look like very you know what there weren't there was no i thought it was gonna be crazy crazy party like when i heard about this i thought this place is gonna be nuts but it, it really wasn't and, you know, part of the thing, too, I, crypto had a little crash while we were down there. Yeah. And uh, that, was, oh, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> would have been awesome.
2: They have so, like a trillion dollars.
1: <laughs> like if, if you were to look at uh, if you were to look at Solana, when I when I when I said 40 million, the 40 million, uh, you know, the 10,000 to 40 million was 20 million in the five days, like leading up to the thing. So they, so, were, uh,
3: so they were asking that organizer or lady back for the money, basically, <laughs> halfway through. They,
1: I think their stock got to $200, and then it was down at, uh, when the party started, it was like $85. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that would have been it wasn't on. going off. So
3: right now, so it's that- at a, $138, so it has bounced back.
1: Oh, so there you go. Is that Canadian or American, though? Because I'm not sure which one Canadian. I was looking at. We're talking so, uh,
3: Canadian here. I, I Canadian. think
1: I was looking at American. So I think it was 200 American, went to 80 American. I think it's maybe 100, 108 American right now or something. They'll, they'll be fine. Uh, Lauren was telling me... Uh, I was telling Lauren, uh, you know, we do a podcast where we talk about crypto. uh, And then I said, I really don't know anything about crypto. And she said, well, now's the time to buy if you want to buy crypto because this thing is at 80 bucks. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Then I looked like two days later, it was 110. So that just shows you why Jimmy's a horrible (laughs) investor. You're not very
2: good with the old insider trading there, Jimmy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk a little more crypto uh, later on as we discuss Odell Beckham Jr.
2: Yes, Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed.
1: Nice uh, tan, by tees. the way, Jimmy. I, I don't, i not, I might, do I look tan? Because I don't feel like
2: I am. I am. Um, you uh, look like you went to the sun.
1: I'm always, <laughs> uh, I think it's just the lighting in here today because I'm always the, uh, the whitest guy on the plane coming home because I don't like to, uh, uh, I don't like to, uh, I don't like to do the tanning thing. I had a, I think I told you guys when I was 20, 21. Did I ever tell you about my burn story? Yeah, on the well, I know it but so I went to Acapulco uh with my buddy uh, Mark Tadiello when I think we were 23 or something and uh I got we were that went for two weeks and I got really tan, burned tan, whatever and then one day I got really drunk and it was just at the time like on day 10 where uh my shoulders were starting to peel a little bit and so I was in the pool and there happened to be a fine young lady (laughs) (laughs) who who I got into a deep conversation with for about three hours, you know, and so you're in that, you know, you're sitting there with a walk up the swim up bar Mm. and, um, and you're just, I have nothing, literally nothing on, no sunscreen on. And you're kind of dipping in and out of the water in the, in the middle of the Acapulco sun for three straight hours. So no problem, no problem. Day goes by Jimmy has a goes to bed and about three four o'clock in the morning I wake up and I'm like oh man my shoulders are on fire so I go to the bathroom and if you're Mark Teddy sleeping in the other bed this is what you heard <laughs> my, my shoulders and I can laugh about it now but were take a thick Boston pizza, pizza, thick crust pizza, triple cheese. The second you take it out of the oven, I'm not kidding. Uh, Your my (laughs) skin (laughs) just completely bubbled. bubbled. It was horrific. I was terrified, and uh, I went to uh, a doctor at the hotel right away. And they just said, you know, you got to get to a hospital. So I got off the plane straight to the hospital. eh? Oh yeah, wow. I had second second degree, second degree burns basically across my shoulders. And, uh, so I was sure, uh, that was, you know, I would have been, my own fault would have led to some horrible skin cancer. Uh, I, I took care of it. Then basically from then, from then forward, I've been meticulous with my entire body with, uh, I'm like the sunscreen guy. Wow. We were, we were talking, we were talking about this, when we were down there to see th- how things have changed. Like, do you remember when we were younger, like most people now are, I would say most people use sunscreen, right? I think I think so. No, no, listen. No, Lester, it's, do you use thing. sunscreen? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And that's
0: that's a lot. People people say that, that black people don't need sunscreen. Not true at all. Not true at all. You gotta just be just as square careful. I had heat stroke once and it was terrible, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, 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 yeah heat you know. so
1: do you does does your does your your skin personally go a lot darker? Or it does, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you I don't know this I don't know if you guys remember the story, Puffy Mike. Uh, my, our good buddy, David Amber, uh, when he used to work at TSN, he went south somewhere to like Barbados or whatever. And he got like he gets he, his skin goes darker. And one of our makeup artists, who I believe is no longer with us. Did not I, was working, know how, I was working that night. <laughs> did not know how to handle David's darker skin. I guess, you know, she'd always used uh, whatever makeup on David. And now he was suddenly darker and she didn't know how to handle it. And how do how do we describe it, Puppy? What did what he look like on air for David that night? It was, it was like,
2: and he knew what? he knew like he was kind of like, and we were kind of like, uh, Ah, yeah, no. Dave's like, I'm
1: not sure if this looks right. This looks right. And everyone's like, we don't want to say anything. Yeah. and he and it just, he, I, I, it's hard to describe. It just, it was completely distorted the color not of his here. face. Oh. To, to me, to me, I hate to say this, but he, he looked he looked like he was doing blackface, but he wasn't.
3: Yeah, it was I, I, like I think
0: that's that what it was. was.
1: Yeah, it, it, here's a black man who looked like he was doing it would look like it was doing blackface that it was especially, especially on camera on camera. Well, was, well, yeah, well, for some well, reason. Well, it was I before. HD, I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It, anyway, uh, Dave still talks about that. He laughs about it now. But it was uh, I was just we were thinking Brooks and I were thinking back to when we were when we were young, like my parents we would go on vacation and they, my, my parents, I'll admit like when they went away to the South, they love lying out and getting tan. That was kind of the seventies, eighties thing. Right. Sure, and sure. I know some people still do it, but back then, oh. and they would bring the only two options we had were the copper tone two and the copper yes. tone four. So <laughs> if I, if, if I'd gotten a little too much sun, my mom would be like, Hey, Jimmy, you got to move <laughs> to the copper tone four now.
3: <laughs> now, to, to be fair, the hole in the ozone layer probably wasn't as big back then. So. Uh, no. About to say that things have definitely been, gone yeah. worse, and so for yeah, sure, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, we were we were nowhere near uh, as aware as uh, we should have been. Like you, you, yeah. you, you, used to go to the beach, like at places like that, and you would see just human lobsters everywhere. Oh so yeah, one thought getting burned was the ultimate thing. So
1: oh, I know it's crazy, and 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 like just to think of this piling oil on your body and lying out in the sun. Oh this yeah. Was just- and some people still do it, I'm sure. It's just I think it's it's the minority now.
3: You like always cr- you cram- go to a resort like my mom.
1: Yeah, oh, I so yeah. good. <laughs> I uh, thought you
3: were bringing a white
1: boy home, home. I see a damn
0: fool. <laughs> 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 so funny. <laughs> oh.
1: I can remember, I think, my mom being out in the backyard with tinfoil.
3: Reflecting. Oh,
1: <laughs> tinfoil <laughs> reflecting
3: herself. Yeah, you got to get get all the angles. Uh, how's everybody anyway?
1: What uh, what happened in your world since I since I went away and left you guys? Is there anybody out there? Go silent. Go
3: silent. Well, <laughs> Canada Canada is now a soccer country, Jimmy. That is true. Fully on board. Congrats to our men's team. That was unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable is the right word. very, uh, uh, very exciting. Sometimes.
1: So it is it's I we how do we put this in perspective? So the this will air after the the Wednesday night game. We're taping this on Tuesday. There is a a convoluted way they could actually clinch. It won't happen. But I think uh you mexico has to win usa has to lose to honduras correct I think. Does think the us yeah. us play honduras yes that's and correct Jam, jamaica has to be costa rica puff or whoever they play it's a they're it's a combination of four things where two are would be playing costa rica. yeah yeah so it, it likely won't happen uh it's likely going to happen in the next window which would be i believe march 24th in costa rica i believe jimmy might be there no there, way whoa. no Is way costa rica? Ooh. Come on, Jimmy.
2: Jimmy, I think that might, you
3: might need me down there. Yeah. I, <laughs> I will try for that. At that point, you're just hours away from Jurassic Park. <laughs> exactly. Like well, then we get We need. You, go. you gotta go.
2: You guys ever been to Costa Rica? Oh yeah, I did my honeymoon there. It's awesome. Beautiful
0: country. I was there. I was there. I think in 2014. Unbelievable. So nice.
2: Yeah, really. So nice, nice yeah. down there.
1: I've heard the only bad is... thing is
2: the roads are. <laughs>
1: Roads are crap, and the bugs are uh, eight times the size of the- Yeah, North they American can world. kill
2: you, they can kill you, but yeah, beautiful country.
1: I think- I, I told <laughs> you the story of going on the yoga retreat with Brooksy. I know, again, Puffy knows this because it was in my first book, but uh, Brooksy, uh had a milestone birthday. I told her I'd take her anywhere she wanted to go. She chose a vegan a yoga retreat in the jungles of Costa Rica, and uh, we were in like a hut. Basically, does this story all sound familiar, stuff.
3: Is this where you're no. forced to manufacture your own cocaine at the end?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah, yeah you, you told this one. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> I got it. And then the four years in prison? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, really? That was a. It, uh, by the way, it, it's, you it's a, a hole if, you,
0: if, if your wife uh, spends her time in solitary and you're out in the field. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point was we would hear the uh, bugs uh, on the floor of our, our little hut in mm. the jungle the first night. So And you and they sounded like puppy dogs. They were <laughs> That's what oh, the, the sound was because they were that big. Ugh. And so Brooksy slept on top with me in a completely non-sexual way for the entire night because she was terrified of even touching the mattress. Um, anyway, I think we talked about this numerous times, yeah. the howler monkeys, Circle. the whole thing. But Costa Rica <laughs> is beautiful and would be a wonderful place to clinch. And then uh, – uh, hopefully, again then, Puffy, maybe I can uh, get you on board for uh, Cutter, which uh, everyone calls Qatar, but uh, is Cutter. And yes. we're going to have to settle that before the World Cup begins.
3: Tavares, yeah. Cutter. cutter. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like In Qatar November.
2: better, but Cutter is what it's supposed to be.
1: Qatar s- sounds more foreign.
2: Yeah, like worldly.
1: Yeah.
0: It sounds yeah, quite Cutter, correctly. It sounds Cutter's more kind of, Middle Eastern, you know. Yeah, like yeah, Qatar, you know,
1: Qatar sounds like you, you, you know, it's a bar in in yeah. in Missouri, you know. Yeah. So a uh, couple things, more things on on footy. You're so right. Stop. Like this is, we are literally living in history of the greatest time in Canadian soccer, oh. and you know, hopefully, a hundred years from now, we'll still be good and we'll look back. Like this is. The, to, for the women to win the gold medal at the Olympics and then the, to, the men to do what they've done in qualifying is just, and I know uh, you two in particular are big soccer fans, to, to know what has preceded this for the last 30 years, 40 oh, yeah. years, 50, yeah. whatever, history is, is it's unbelievable to watch. And I also found out recently that I've lived a lie uh, for my entire life because I have been telling, I think I've talked about it on the pod that growing up playing for the Gloucester Hornets, I played against Lyndon Hooper yeah. of the Nepean Hotspurs. And I think I've said on this pod, Lyndon went on to play for Canada in the World Cup the last time we're there. I have told this story a thousand times in my life. Right. Yeah. So I was going on a, some sort of footy podcast a few weeks ago. And uh, I said, you know, I got to look up Lyndon Hooper and see where he is because I'll tell the story again. And I find I'm like wait a second this timeline's not working out so I'm like London <laughs> he never played in the world cup it was Get up. it was like he played in the qualif- he played in the qualifiers the next time around for like, the 90 uh, four years later or t- yeah for 2 years later but he never played in the world cup and I'm like Ooh, I've told that story a lot of times it's on radio. <laughs> <laughs> Probably in one of my books. <laughs> How proud I was of Lyndon Hooper. Uh, good, good. Oh, I remember vividly sitting in my basement watching Lyndon wear that flag on that opening game against oh, France. Oh, my
0: God. Nope, 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 nope. You see, I the like to cop,
1: time- like cop clean when my stories aren't true. Well, fair enough. Well, there's was, there was, I believe uh, you
0: guys would know. I mean, I just kind of looked it up here. I remember our, you know, our former colleague, Craig Forrest, um, with with Team Canada, Gold Cup, I believe that was 2000. That's probably 2000, the yeah. biggest win. Yep. That's probably the biggest Canada <coughs> win for men's soccer in, well, it, since then, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. we're talking a long time. Of, you know, remember Bob leonard doozy and all that stuff. And this it was kind of, you know, but not it's, that great for... It, so, for me, and it's, it's
3: not even it, just yeah. the accomplishments. It's how, how good this team is, how much yeah, confidence yeah. they're playing with. How, like, you know, this isn't a team that parks the bus... And they're afraid no. to get scored on, and they try to mm-hmm. score on a counter. They go out there, they get it. They're against very high caliber teams as well. Like, I'm really excited to see them against the the rest of the world because. They could do something, right? Like, 100%, 100%, 100% they could. Oh, yeah. 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, absolutely. 100% they could. 100%. 100%.
2: I don't think like, they're going to. They're obviously not going to win the World Cup, but they could definitely uh, get out, win, out of their group with, the, with, the, with a, decent, with a group.
3: I think yeah. they could even win in the knockout stage. For they sure. Win the Dep- round. Yeah.
2: Depending on the matchup,
1: yeah. Yeah. yes.
3: Because so, teams do
2: get out, you know, right. of, of groups and they're the sure. top right now. Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, I've talked about Alistair Johnson, who's the kid from my neighborhood, uh, who, who plays on the team. And it's just it's so foreign to me that, you know, my he goes to my kids public school, Devon's Drive, which is just down the street from here. It has like 100 kids in the school, tiny little school. And, you know, his, his little brother, Malcolm, is uh, daring and sort of one of her best friends over at the house and I coach him in touch football and I hear, how's your brother doing Alistair? Oh yeah. He's gone to, uh, going to school in the States. He's doing well. I'm like, Oh yeah. And I'm I'm, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, he's got a scholarship and he'll be back here running some Academy or something in five years. And Oh, he's got a crack at the national team. Oh, he's on the national team. Oh, he's starting on the national team. Oh, he's excellent on the national team. Oh, he's going to the world cup. It's just, it's so mind boggling. He was, uh, just before I, this stage, and I was, uh, I was walking the dog on the trail just up the street. Alistair goes running by in his Team Canada tracksuit. I'm like, hey, Alistair, what's going on, buddy? Good luck. It's just, it's, 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 it's such an amazing story. I just can't believe that, uh, that these guys are going to the World Cup. I know it's not official yet, but let's face it, it's happening. And uh, it's going to be awesome. It's going we'll so to be so much fun. We'll have to do uh, uh, Betsafe.net. We'll have to talk to them, and we'll have to do a whole World Cup special next fall. Well, and what's going to be
2: interesting is is uh, Toronto is definitely a city that loves the World Cup, and everyone uh, finds out their uh, hit, uh, you know where their family name goes back, and they pick a team, and they all get behind it in the neighborhoods throughout the city. So I'm going to be very interested to see how that plays out with Canada finally, because the excuse has always been, "Well, Canada sucks; they're never in it. I have to choose someone." Well, now Canada's in it. And I, would, I hope that the whole city and the whole country gets behind these
3: guys because they're really fun to watch. Well, the, fu- the funny thing for me uh, this past year was with Euro going on, obviously the pockets of Italian fans across the country, like Market Lane here, for example, up in Woodbridge, people celebrating on that day. Everyone's out with their Italian flags. And mm-hmm. literally as that game finished and Italy won the Euro Cup, Canada was playing its first game in the Gold Cup. OK, and you have all these soccer fans celebrating Italy, but not yeah. a single person even as far as last year knows that Canada is playing in a major tournament at that point. Yeah, so, uh, hopefully think- that's going to change. But I, I also think of like the Vince Carter effect, for example, on Canadian yep. kids. And you see how much Canadian basketball has risen here, how many more players are in the NBA mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. both on the women's and men's side here. I think with the, these past accomplishments, that's definitely going to happen going forward. So and and the
2: MLS has played a huge part. You even look sports, at like, sports. like uh, Ray Ferraro's kids, like, I mean, you know, dad played a long time in the NHL, mom's a hall of famer and both his kids are soccer players and they're good soccer mm-hmm. players. And, his you know, 20 second, years ago, they're second generation
1: but, kids, he's got, he's got the two, like, but you look yeah, at yeah. the,
2: you look at the, you look at the, the older boys, they're ho- They're, they're hockey players, you know, and like yeah. the younger kids are soccer players and that wouldn't have happened 20 years ago. No, you know, no. So and you're
0: absolutely yeah. right, Stoff, about the influence of the MLS in particular. I mean that that was one of the conditions of the '94 World Cup was that they they started the league, started MLS. So it, it, yeah. it's great, and it's great to see that. You know, uh, I will say that Jermaine Franklin's nephew, Kobe Franklin, is uh, playing for Canada. I'm not sure if he's on the, the national team, but he's definitely high. up. He's certainly on on the TFC uh, uh, squad, the under squad. So, oh, is he on too. TFC too? Yeah, yeah, he's nice. on, he's on TFC. Not I guess the, there's a
1: junior squad or something like that. Academy, Academy. Academy teams. Academy. Yeah, basically. yeah. He's on that. Oh, team that's team. awesome. Yeah. Great. Go
0: before. Well, think, uh, and I'll yeah. tell you.
1: Look for. Uh, so we'll you know we like to have report things first on the Rubber moose podcast. So look for Malcolm Johnson, Alice's younger brother. Probably, probably three years away from uh, competing for the national team, but
3: Ooh, um, that's good timing because we're going to have the World Cup here. Here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, that might be a tough squad to make by then. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's so fun. And uh, to your to your point, I think that, you know, the Italians will, will have their Italian if, if they make it, by the way, right? Yeah, they're, uh, they're not in yet. Well, that's no. that's
3: a very tough route. Like, either them or Portugal are not going to make it. Both Which is crazy. And it's crazy that's, that's that Canada
1: is going to be in the World Cup and Portugal or Italy is going yeah. to be out. But, but uh, you know, I mean, I think all those communities will wave their own flag when their team's playing and will wear the Canadian flag. Of their course, team and that's, that's they, how it, it
3: should be. We're a multicultural.
1: And if they play each other, that's sure. where it gets interesting.
3: Yeah, that's the thing where we play. I, I've yeah, always wondered go- about myself, for example, like, you know, if Poland faces Canada, like, you know, in a way, it's a win win. Cause I'm not going to root against either team, but no, you've got to be well, for Canada. But, but who are you going to root for? So my, my thing as a kid, when I asked myself this, I would always say I, whatever the sport was, I would go with the underdog. So if it was in hockey, I would definitely root for Poland because they were not expected to win. Yeah. And so in previous years, that would definitely be Canada on the soccer side. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I honestly think this would be a lot more of an even, even though Poland's ranked much higher, I guess, in the national, in the rankings, I think this would be a much closer match now. And I, I in all honesty, I don't know. In some ways, I've definitely watched the Polish team go further. So I have an emotional attachment there. Yeah. Rooting for them in major tournaments. And, uh, but at the same time, I've been watching Canadian soccer ever since I got here and been a huge fan. It's just, they haven't gotten this far. So and it's a really tough well, one. I think in the end I'd just be happy with whoever goes on and hopefully if they face each other it's in a final. I probably <laughs> agree with that
0: stuff. For you me, know? for me, if it was Canada versus Guyana, for example, I mean I was born here, but um, mm-hmm. if it was Canada versus Guyana in soccer, Canada scores, I'd laugh, then I'd cry. Guyana <laughs> scores,
1: I'd laugh. Then I'd cry.
0: You know what I mean? It'd be back at four. Yeah. Be torn between I don't have clubs.
1: I don't have like, you know, Scottish English. I have no no affiliation in my mind with England or. I mean, I was cheering for England in was it Europe? What's the word? yeah yeah Europe. yeah. So your
3: days at Clemson, um, you don't have any attachment no. to the American team. <laughs> I am pure.
1: I am pure red and white, and maybe I'm I'm wrong with that. It. But like, my, we're like, I'm like third generation in Canada, so I have no ties to Scotland or England. I've never really cheered for them for for anything. So uh, on that world gold cup, by the way, in 2000, uh, I was hosting NBA then. And uh, it happened for one weekend that Steve Nash was our analyst. uh, I remember when the, when the gold cup was on and uh, he was his, is it possible his brother was playing his brother? His brother, I think would have been on that team. Yeah. I believe his brother was on the team and, uh, and Steve was totally invested in like love soccer. And the, the game was on Canada was playing, I don't know, maybe the semifinals, the quarters, I can't remember at the exact same time that our NBA game was on. And I can tell you, Steve Nash did not watch a second of the NBA (laughs) game that we were broadcasting. And yet when he came on at halftime and at post game, he was money. That's when I knew this guy was, I mean, I knew this guy was a special player already. He was playing for the Mavs at the time. And like he, I guess, you know, periphery vision, he'd look over and, but his analysis was amazing. He would make a great analyst if he
3: went on TNT or
1: whatever. Uh, but he did, not watch, he did not watch a second of the game. But he was just watching soccer the entire time. The
3: best part is that would have been a playoff game.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Playoff yes.
3: That's why, yes. A, he's in the studio, and B, it's obviously yeah. during the time of the Gold Cup, so it's in June. So that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs>
1: not al- not only that, but he, he brought in three of his buddies and a 2-4 and <laughs> his buddy sat in the green room Honestly, drinking like Molson, Molson Canadian the entire game I,
3: I, I came to TSN 10 that's years awesome. too late yeah yeah it was, it was different back it. then you guys had it
1: different, uh, di- different rules back then buddy that's a whole other conversation <laughs> the glory days <laughs> well, baby so anyway uh, best of luck to our boys it's been uh, unbelievable unbelievable to watch and and to the the ladies as well, I just think the last year in Canadian soccer has been one of the coolest things to happen in Canadian sport in, in a really long time. Uh, I've been talking too long. Oh, well, you guys have been uh, partaking as well, so let's get to uh, some of our beautiful, wonderful, popular segments here on the Rubber Boots Podcast, including oh, Betsy. Oh no, you wanted the Jimmy's golf story follow up here, stuff. Uh, oh yeah, we can what do. We want to ask about you're... that.
3: So yeah, uh, you told your story about your friend, uh, two friends whose friendship was torn apart by a hole right. in one that really wasn't. The guy right. plunked his uh, ball into the water. Then on the second shot, which is technically his third, he got right. the ball in. Um, oh, so... so where does he want to go for lunch? From? Okay. Whoa! Oh, we have a guest? Do we have a guest? What's going uh, on? <laughs> what the
1: hell what just that?
3: happened?
2: That's my that's my father in law. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: on the phone? No, he, no, he's probably talking to them in the house.
3: Oh, he's using your Bluetooth.
2: Yeah, probably. We're probably on the same. Because we're our wow. power's out right now, oh. so we're probably oh. all pot spotted. Ah. All right. Well, is that like, does
1: that count as a
2: guest?
3: Yes. Yeah. no, I'm yes. going to put that as a Tuesday bonus podcast. Greg. Greg witty <laughs> <laughs> Greg Whitty. <laughs> Where do you want to go for lunch? <laughs> we're oh, going to Duff. Partners, where to go to night? Uh, duffs? We'll wait, oh, yeah. are they, are they yeah.
1: waiting for you to finish this thing? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're stop, not even lunchtime yet. Go ahead, Scott. Stop, stop. What were you going to ask me about the hole in one?
3: Anyway, so uh, uh, your buddy was upset uh, at a party when the other buddy was talking about how you got the hole in one. I thought that was kind of uh, offside. However, what happened on the actual scorecard? Did the guy put a three or a one? One. that i have an issue that i do on the actual scorecard i have an issue with if you use it as bar player or whatever later on your other buddy shouldn't call him out in front of other people but if he if he's breaking the sanctity of the sport get him out. no
1: like i said it was a full it was a full out telling everyone there was no when the telling of the story there was no it was just i made a hole in one here it is on my scorecard Look everybody, I made a hole in one. That's that's, that's terrible, what I said, my friend. That's, that's terrible, what I said, my friend. <sighs> They've patched things up since then. Um, okay, sorry, I cut myself off. That's a breaking Breaking, breaking, breaking
3: news. 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 Breaking
1: breaking news. Again, this is breaking news as we're taping on Tuesday, so I'm I'm not sure the breaking news banner still apply on Thursday.
3: Yes, it might, but sure, unless Tom it. Brady takes it back again. But as of so right as now, t-
1: yeah, right the second, basically, Tom Brady has confirmed his retirement. Correct. Sox? Yes, that is correct.
3: Okay. Uh, so if we want Adam to- Schefter we'll- breathes a sigh of relief. Quick little recap. Uh, he retired on the weekend. His father then came out and unretired him the day after. Yesterday, Tom Brady came out and said on a podcast that he has not made a decision and that he's disappointed that his retirement took over the weekend games. Classy. He has no timeline for an announcement. He's going to ponder it for a while. And then this morning, Alert's coming out again that he's retired. He finally posted something on IG, uh, a picture of himself and a several, uh, I guess, uh, uh, quotes and stuff uh, thanking different people uh, within that I did not see him thank Robert Kraft or the Patriots nope. or even mention their fans N- and oh point. no fans no. teammates uh, I love nothing, nothing, nothing. I love it Tom's po- my new wow. favorite person Se- several several of the images have you know shout outs to his uh, friends at the Bucks so the, oh, the yeah. ownership everyone there uh, his personal trainer who was with him both in New England yep. and here uh obviously his family obviously giselle the kids that kind of stuff that's of to course. be expected. um he didn't miss just, anyone it, it, he didn't miss anyone except for like you know those 20 years he lived in massachusetts where i love it. He just completely very resigned. interesting
0: do we feel like there's been some kind of a falling out with them
3: yeah <laughs> i think but we do now
1: <laughs> i would i would guess that in the 48 hours between as we speak right now and uh When people are listening to this or 72 hours or whenever you listen to this thing or four months from now, (laughs) you're catching up. You'll probably have rectified it somehow because there's going to be some too much backlash from Patriots fans. This whole thing, uh, you know, I did a double ender with Corey Warren on the weekend uh, talking about Brady and the Super Bowls and and, – I think that uh, I talked about him like he was retired, so I didn't have as much stake as Adam Schefter, but there were people coming saying, oh, you shouldn't have talked about him like that. It's, it's not true yet. It's not confirmed. This is the biggest load of crap ever. Adam Schefter, I'll tell you right now, heard that directly from Tom Brady's mouth, or he wouldn't have reported it that way and that confidently. Uh, guaranteed it came directly from Brady to Schefter, uh, they probably... I don't even know if the chat got into, you know, I'm going to have to deny this afterward or 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 whatever, but all this stuff after is not really happening and going on the podcast and saying, I haven't made up my mind yet is such a load. Uh, Maybe it know, was an
3: F to Schefter.
1: Yeah. I don't think so, because Schefter's proven right in the end. Like, why would you give him the information and then not? I, I'm i pretty Maybe sure... Maybe he Schefter told him was- to sit on it, though.
3: I mean, my... my- uh,
1: Hmm. I
3: don't know. My theory These is, guys, that yeah. He basically said he didn't. He was disappointed. It took away from the two games on the weekend. I think that's exactly what he set out to do. He was bitter that he wasn't in them. And you so, think so, eh? A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> no, this isn't a guy who would be bitter or uh, do anything. You know, like he, he literally just didn't thank the franchise that made his entire career on his day of retirement. Yeah, he is that petty, I think. I think he is that petty. He won I, six I super he won seven
0: super bowls, six of them yeah. with the Patriots, and didn't thank the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Come on. Thank them, them enough.
2: He gave him six Super Bowls. What more do they need from him? Oh, Get over that's it. That's weak. It's weak. He's a buck for life.
3: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what he is for life now that he's retired, Puffy. He is what? now 0-2 versus Nick Foles. Oh really? That's true. That is true. But that doesn't keep you coming back. I don't know. Uh, also, Jimmy G is now the quarterback, the only quarterback in the league with multiple Super Bowl rings. So that's
1: right, baby. That's the quarterback of your Pittsburgh Steelers next year, right there. Nice. <laughs> Probably. You know what? I have no. Uh, I wasn't really disappointed. What's going on here, Pop? It's
2: I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. We're driving to the place. So I just gotta yeah. lock the door.
1: You, oh you're gonna be in the car with your family now
2: yeah yeah That's good.
1: that looks like a rough neighborhood Puff. where are you
2: oh it is i'm <laughs> in the mean streets of toronto hey <laughs> mm. t we'll just finish up do you mind driving
1: thanks great hi t can you awesome. can you put us on bluetooth so we can talk oh, to you kids,
2: <laughs> hey and, uh, your, your the dad was uh, cut into the podcast uh, Austin's birthday today.
3: Happy birthday, Austin. Hey. Happy hey, Austin. Birthday, Austin. Austin.
2: <laughs> number, number 10.
1: Austin. Uh, nice. Man, congratulations, old. buddy. Chuck E. Cheese? Is uh, that no, where we're going? No,
2: we're going to Dust for Wings.
3: Seattle Chuck E.
2: Cheese. Yeah. Where's,
1: uh, Barrett, Barrett didn't get invited to the party. No,
2: no, he's staying at school with his friends. Oh,
1: wow.
2: Yeah, that's how we roll.
1: Austin, you bringing your girlfriend there, Austin?
2: yeah he is he's bringing his mom hi right, tanya <laughs> tanya
1: cheryl uh cheryl uh she uh phoned tanya by mistake the other day she was she did to call her she uh, her other friend but but she did she did want to ask how tanya was doing is she doing okay puffy? she's do-
2: she's doing well she's doing well
1: yeah um so to puffy you guys gonna trouble you to stay on here or, no i think uh, i think we're gonna... fine yeah we're fine all right Perfect. okay so let's uh anyway i was gonna what i was saying was The Niners blew that game a little bit. I thought Shanahan did a lousy job in the fourth quarter calling plays. But Jimmy G, my buddy Farhan, was ripping him on Jay's show on Sunday night. I thought he played. Fine, uh, and then you know, even that last pick kind of a stupid play, but they would have had fourth and 30 or something if he missed it. So, but yeah, the last Trey, play wasn't bad.
3: Trey Lance is not getting you any further, I'll tell you. No, much. so no, like no. It, it's one of those things I think he came into that franchise as the expectations so high with him the, being the next Brady, and then uh, obviously as the unfortunate uh ACL's uh injury. That first year. And so there builds up this bit of disappointment and these expectations. But at the same time, he's a pretty high quality game manager. Like you're, it's going to be hard to necessarily replace him and do better. Yeah. You know, I I think he fits that scheme. I wouldn't turn on him.
2: Well, the guy who I thought was perfect for, I thought San Francisco was going to go get Brady now. Cause I thought it was going to be the perfect thing. He goes home. He would be perfect to slide right into that. Yeah, and then him retired. That's why I'm surprised he retired because I thought this was going to be perfect
3: for him. Then he could win the Super Bowl and not thank the Bucks. <laughs> 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 to
2: Niner Nation, I've I've loved you guys my whole life.
1: Well, a lot of people are talking about Aaron Rodgers too to the Niners because, of course, that's where he wanted to play, and he was upset they didn't draft him way back when. But I, I don't think it's probably happening. It's what probably did you guys think of Aaron Rodgers' like-
3: quote where he said that? Um, he, he's not going to be uh, flip flopping back and forth and taking uh, all this time to make his decision, which I thought was pretty clear shot at uh, Brett Favre, who ultimately oh, yeah, to him at the beginning true. of his career. Yeah, uh, and it, It's just funny to me because you're here's a guy who's probably the most naturally talented quarterback in history. Uh, he's definitely one of the best. Uh and he still can't get out of the shadow of Brett Favre and he feels so hurt as to what happened to him at the beginning of his career. It's pretty crazy. I'll be
0: honest with you. I think I, honestly if he stopped talking, if he stopped whining about it, he probably would have got out of the shadow, you know, if, if you want to talk about yeah. it that way, you know. Like I, I I don't think about Brett Favre when I think about Green Bay, I think about uh what buddy boy there. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I think DeGue- about uh, what's his name.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the first name that pops into my head is uh, <laughs> the Magic Man. <laughs> That's
1: right. Uh, anyway, uh, you know what? I like I said, Brady was Brady's the best ever. There's no conversation, but uh, I think that some of the stuff he's pulled the last couple of days, whatever, you know, he is what he is. Um, um, I love Tommy. The Iron Sheik tweeting, Tom Brady now has the sex forever. Now have the sex forever.
2: Uh-huh. He is, talks is like there, you,
1: the Iron Sheik, Puffy. You always call it the sex.
2: It's true. I think that's where I probably learned it from, watching <laughs> wrestling when I was a kid. Uh, I do think Tom's going to be up against it to outdo Peyton Manning's uh, you know, second act because he's killing it right now. Did you see him on uh, SNL? Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Doing the Emily in Paris thing?
3: It was so good. Yeah. You didn't watch any of the games? Well, I planned to, but I had an hour to kill before the first game. And just for fun, I put on the first episode of Emily in Paris Season (laughs) 2. And I watched the entire season straight through. Oh my God, Colin, this show has everything.
1: The only thing about that, like, and I love Peyton and he is funny, as everyone goes, this guy's hilarious. Everyone does know the whole script was written for, him, right? He just delivered it. Like, do people think he actually wrote that? Uh, But it takes
3: a bit to even be able to deliver. He's got comedic
1: timing. I know. He's he's good. He's he's a funny guy. Like,
3: to me, like the best show of the year on television was the Manning cast for Monday. Yeah, it was awesome. It was incredible with them, too. Um, He's super talented. Yeah.
1: But it was a very well written. Skit is what I was. Sure. I was trying to say.
3: Yeah. Well, they wrote the yes. script. Hey, you for
1: Chris too. <laughs> yes, they did. Uh, let's get to uh, and Puff. If you have, once you get are you once you get to the restaurant, uh, we're going to excuse you from, excuse you from the podcast okay. because we want. you to sell. it's a birthday party. A birthday party. We want, Are you there now in the parking lot? No, or? no, no. We're still about ten minutes. Uh, okay. Um, stop to guide us along through your other segments here.
3: All right. Well, it's time for rubber boots. Reacts. Reacts. Reacts! Reacts! Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, we, uh, we're reacting to two different stories this week, so uh, we'll get to the first one immediately. We have a gentleman who uh, took to TikTok, and uh, Lester sent this through here, to discuss how he donated his kidney to his girlfriend's mother, and then she dumped him and married That's some cool. other guy one month later. Now, yep. he claims they're on good terms over the breakup and despite the yeah despite the split they're still on good terms and that he's completely over it but i mean your thought how could actually... you be on good terms how could you possibly
1: be mm. friendly after she pulls that
3: she, she you, took a part of you literally
1: you really? he, you you gave up your an organ and she broke up with you less than a month later mm. and, and yes. married somebody
0: else right away he gave the kidney to the, her mother, his, his, yeah. who he thought was going to be his mother in law. Yeah, I don't Doesn't get who she
1: came with. That's insanity. There's no good terms after that.
0: Yeah, That's a rough one. Well, here, here, let, me, let me get dark for you for a second. Oh. You hire somebody to go get the mother in law and take the kidney back.
2: <laughs> no, <what> no. <laughs> <laughs> that is not how you handle that situation, man. Yeah,
0: You it's play for kids. Okay, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. You can have the
3: kidney. <laughs> that that would have been great if he just showed up to the mother's house with a small cooler. <laughs> like, all right, you want to do trade backs,
1: Craig? Yeah, yeah. Let's do
3: it. Hire uh,
1: hire a couple of those guys from Squid Game. Uh, what was your other thing, uh, stop.
3: uh The other thing is there's a petition going around to move the Super Bowl to a Saturday. Uh, and it's a young man, uh, 18 years old, Frank Rugery, or Rugery, not really sure, of Palm Bay, Florida. And he started an online petition to move the Super Bowl. Uh, and his reasoning is this uh, it's really important to me because 17.2 million people miss work the next day. That's $44 billion less of productivity. And then he further writes, Commissioner Goodell, there will be more viewership, the people would be still watching, there will be a bigger party, and the economic impact would be easier to have it on a Saturday. Your thoughts?
0: I think it's a great idea. I'm embarrassed I didn't think about it myself. Because well, I think uh, if you think about the way it lines up, um, there's already a week between the Super Bowl and the AFC and the NFC Championships, so bringing it back one day, in terms of travel, in terms of ho- hotel accommodations, whatever, I think it's fantastic from a broadcast standpoint as well, too. I think having it Saturday night would be great. Now, of course, in Canada, we're up against hockey on Saturday night, but honestly, I've seen yeah. the numbers for the AFC and the NFC games. We've done extremely well. And by the mm-hmm. way, legendary, like the legendary playoffs, playoffs here for, for 2022. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, well, The past
3: two rounds for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes, 100%. Uh, yes. Um, I, I, I have to think that somebody would have thought of this before a TV executive or a league executive, and they, there must be a reason that they think the ratings are bigger on, on Sunday night. Uh, I think Sunday night's traditionally a really good TV night in the States, but Mm -hmm. that goes back to like 50, 60, 70. So I'm not sure if that still applies. I think it's an awesome idea for that exact reason, Lester too. And I can't believe I never thought of it. I think just think the parties would be even
3: 10 times as
1: good as they are, are already are. My one thought here, though,
3: has
1: a petition ever worked for anything? Do pe- why do mm. people still do petitions? You know? <laughs> sure they Very I, I get asked once in a while to sign petitions, and I'm like, that's, that's going to change. Has Has any government, has any league, has any company ever taken a uh, a sheet of names and gone oh
3: damn you, you don't think Good, you don't think Goodell's going to be moved by the fact that we're going to save 44 billion dollars for the economy <laughs>
2: unless it's going into their pockets he won't care mm.
3: I just want you know, uh,
2: one of our
1: one of our listeners to send me a, a, a story of a petition that worked I mean now maybe like a, a petition at grade school to you know allow french fries on the lunch menu at the cafeteria that might be a different story but I, I don't feel like petitions are are very, very
3: well. I'm effective. sure. I think isn't it within government? Like you start with a petition in order to get it to a certain level. I guess I'm sure that's happening. Like, yeah, you know, yeah sites exactly like one. that. I'm sure it leads to you draft something.
0: the bill and the whole But so I mean, yeah. But I, I get your point, James. At the end of the day, I think it's going to take people. You know, we we, we 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 talk about social movements and whatnot. It's going to take people actually doing things. Um, and, and being proactive about situations to, to make changes, in my humble opinion. You can write whatever you want, but unless you're going to, you know, put your put your money where your mouth is, you know. It,
2: it, but also, has it ever stopped anyone from partying on the Sunday? It's not like people are like, ah, going to miss the game this year. It's on the Sunday. No, and no, no. I still, think he's, <laughs> sorry.
3: Buffy, are, he's saying that they miss work on Monday. Yeah, but yeah. That,
2: does, does anyone – like, the only people that care about that are the people that are – the employers, not the employees don't really mind missing a day of work
3: either. Well, sure. And it's also like some people have vacation days that they can probably yeah. take. So I don't know if it's True. a complete loss True. that way. Uh, and some I bet you look, if your team wins on a Saturday night and you go hard all Sunday, you're probably gonna miss work on Monday too. So
0: exactly. Yeah, imagine imagine Gronk would have died, maybe. Yeah Saturday. Yeah, maybe the Sunday <laughs>
3: the Sunday <laughs> dates keeping him alive. Yeah. True story.
1: The only Super Bowl I ever missed, uh, the Bills and the Cowboys, because uh, as Robin Williams said in Good Will Hunting, right I had to go see about a girl. My first oh. date, first date with Brooksy. Really? Oh well played.
3: And Jimmy, a uh, spoiler alert: uh, the Bills won. What? Yeah.
1: Well, I, what? I it was the first of
3: their four four Super Bowls. What Super Bowl was it? It was the
1: ninety.
2: It was the uh, the the Giants one. <laughs> no, the Cowboys. No, he a said so that, that would that
3: have been either ninety three or ninety four. Ninety three, I believe. Right? Yeah. yeah. It
1: was the year that it was like fifty to ten or something like that. right? or and I said to Brooksy, uh truth is, I went to Mark Ward's house. And uh, the game was lopsided at halftime. If it was close at halftime, I might have had to cancel, and then I wouldn't have Brooksie or my three, three beautiful children. But uh, um, I had to go see about a girl. Right. Greatest decision I ever made. Uh, Poppy, go survived. enjoy, go enjoy the birthday party. Okay.
3: Okay. Thanks, boys. We'll talk. Okay. Happy birthday, it's Poppy. Yes. happy birthday. Yeah. Oh, look at look yeah, at yeah, the puppy. free advertising for the businesses. Uh, jump up. Know. Yeah. It's, it's, Jeez. I mean,
1: who was our who was our friend that uh, wrote us about extraneous audio a few weeks ago? And oh, uh, uh, Well, our ears bleed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. More of that on the <laughs> way. Um, congratulations to uh, uh, Austin. Was it Austin mm-hmm. on his birthday or Barrett? Ten years ago. It was, it was Penusual, Austin. Right? Yeah. They did Happy it. Happy birthday, Austin. Look at that. Um, yeah. So Brooksy and I went to see the, the uh, Prince of Tides. That was a mistake. That's so a Barbara Streisand uh, movie. Nick Nolte. Um, Nick Nolte. Yeah. Had a that, horrible, that's a tough movie horrible to watch. twist ending. Yeah, that was our first yeah. date. But thankfully, uh, mm. Brooksy concentrated on me. I pulled the popcorn trick from Diner. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dated, dated reference for the kids out there. But anyway, Um All right. What else we got here? How about things I saw on Twitter? Freaky
0: pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more as I sat on the shitter. Things that I saw on Twitter.
3: Things that we saw on Twitter. As I previously teased, we have a story about Odo Beckham Jr. As you know, Odo Beckham Jr. signed a deal with the Rams to play this season. The deal was worth $750,000. Well, Odell decided that it would be smart to get that deal paid to him in cryptocurrencies. However, the way that crypto has shaped uh, at the time that I was reading this, uh, that $750,000 was now worth $412,000. So just a little bit over half. However, the way taxes work is that he will be taxed still on the $750,000. Hence, he will only net for the entire season Thirty-five thousand dollars. so of 750k he gets 35 yeah that's unbelievable that's crazy
1: anybody who's getting paid in crypto has probably made a commitment that they're going to hold on to it for five or ten years and they're hoping the crypto is going to be uh crazy by then but uh it is it is what there's some guy for the carolina panthers i believe who signed his entire contract in crypto but yeah that's that's a that's a massive risk I can understand see. taking taking part of it or why don't you just invest some of your money in also, crypto instead at, of doing oh, it that way
3: when you're Odell at this point you've had uh, you know a couple lucrative contracts so mm-hmm. it probably doesn't you know you can take that risk even so to speak and it might pay off you know very handsomely but uh, yeah I mean if it's just you're an everyday person you, dev- you probably don't want to do this because no. No. I don't know if that's no, worth it yeah. not at all why don't yeah, you give me
1: nothing yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think Odell looked pretty happy. And you know what? He played a he played a major role. He caused some serious problems for the Niners. And uh I'd like to see I have no I, I'd like to see Odell win a Super Bowl. I the Ram I, I this is gonna be a weird Super Bowl because I like the Rams, even though they knocked out the Niners. I like Stafford and uh he's gone through a lot of crap in Detroit. I like that team. I love Joe Burrow. So this is a no lose Super That'd Bowl. Be a fun one, uh, I think. Yeah, it's a no lose Super Bowl uh yep. mcdonald's
3: triple threat oh god what is this oh my god i looked at the picture this is so a what new is sandwich this oh, is a new yeah. sandwich so what mcdonald's is doing and i believe right now this is only in the states but uh they had much like you know in and out and all these other places they started to develop their secret menu and now they're bringing out some of their secret menu items onto the actual menu so this was apparently one of them and it's called the land air and sea and it looks like a big mac except it's got the big mac beef patties it's also got a chicken McChicken patty in there and a filet fish patty. Uh, and I believe all the respective sauces, if I'm not mistaken, uh, looks like a bit of uh, adventure, to say the least. Uh, look, I, I actually like all these sandwiches on their own. <laughs> I wouldn't mind them. However, it, this just seems kind of grotesque wanting to do this, and I'm not sure it's going to taste well. It's more w- one of those things you're just probably going to do it to say you did it if you will. Um yeah, I got no
1: I mean, I'll have surf and turf once in
3: a while in a place like Turks, you
1: know, get a little steak and lobster or something, but slightly oh, different. Not not I know one funny? Bite Like this. Yeah.
0: You know what's funny? I remember the uh I still to this day remember the uh the lobster sushi we Coco. had that night. Oh Cocoa man. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. So, so so yeah, I'm with so, you. I'm with you.
1: We uh we went to Coco Bistro uh, with my wifey and the girls, and uh, the only reservation we could get was 5 p.m. because you have to book that place like months in advance. Mm-hmm. And there was a massive rainstorm that lasted three hours. And wow. uh, th- this island is not geared for, you know, proper drainage and things like that. So the Coco Bistro parking lot was a complete lake, and my ladies are all in heels and the the like the sidewalk walking into the restaurant was a river, and but we're sitting there, we wait until like five ten in our car, and we're like, we can't wait too much longer, so we gotta go for it and I wish I had taken video of my three ladies trying to maneuver their way in you know some variation of heels or clogs into this restaurant <laughs> through a foot of water that was a creek and hilarious. and as you know, we ate outside with, it's a canopy of leaves right yeah. uh, so but they 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 were able to put us inside under uh like under underrooted, uh, but and the meals are still equally great there. So uh, if, if I'm glad you remember that, Stephen, Lester,
3: because it's a wonderful place. Was Coco yeah. Bistro the one with the food truck on the side that you could go to as well? Yeah.
1: Yes. Coco Van. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So yeah, if yeah. I remember correctly, that was the, to tie this back into McDonald's. They had the Big Mac spring rolls there, and those were quite delicious, and they tasted just like a Big Mac. So, wow.
0: Right. Uh, just, 100%. just for the record, just just to close the loop on the sandwich, I'm oh. out. I'm not eating that. Sorry.
3: the The loop is closed no one can eat the sandwich now Uh, let's move on to the next tweet uh from stephen colbert Uh, and this one was sent to us by uh, a large number of our listeners everyone obviously knows what a cloaca is thanks to us including stephen colbert who chimed in on minnie mouse recently changed what she's wearing however stephen writes i don't care what mickey mouse wears but we do need to talk about how donald duck just parades around with cloaca hanging out love that obviously hey, he learned that, that term here but a very valid point donald what the hell are you doing
1: explosive <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good not bad not bad not almost excuses guy. me to tell my uh my donald duck uh the fighting with donald duck story in florida again but i think i told that on about season one or two I either remember remember when donald duck when i was Donald Duck yes. thought I was hitting on the girl that he wanted to hit on.
3: Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I do recall that. That's <laughs> you you beat the <laughs> out of that 12 year old.
1: <laughs> he wasn't 12. He was like a 35 year old little person.
3: Oh, that's right. Oh, and oh, he wanted to he beat
1: goodness. the crap out of me in the parking lot of
3: Buckeye.
1: <laughs> <Wow. laughs> it was the most oh, surreal man. night of my life. And the girl that I was talking to, uh, hitting on, whatever you want, uh, was uh, played, uh, two girls, and they played Chippendale, the two chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when you've had about four beer and you're sitting at a bar and I can remember like turning to, I think Mark Ward was with me on that trip. And I'm like, is this happening? Is Donald Duck trying to beat me up? <laughs> because he, he's no, a lover. Sorry, why,
3: why were they wearing the outfits again? They were this not is... wearing the
1: outfits. The, they were not wearing the outfits. It's just that this was the mascots night off. So like, You know how Sunday night is like the uh, waitress and bartenders' night out in most cities. So I believe this was Sunday night, and it's the night where all the world Disney staff went to this place. It's now closed, called Pleasure Island, to go to the bars and drink their faces off. Right, and Mm. uh, I only found out the girls were Chippendale because we're and they were like drinking, smoking, and and you know the chipmunks are the sweetest things in the world. Right after you, no after you. but the Donald Duck guy was in love, like his job as Donald Duck was his the best thing that ever happened to him. So in the bar, most of them are dressed in normal clothes, shorts or jeans or whatever, right? They're out of their characters. This guy is wearing like a Donald Duck shirt with a Donald Duck tie. Like that's his thing. Oh, hey, okay. I go around the bar. I'm hey, I'm Donald, Donald Duck. Duck. I play yeah. Donald Duck, right? And I'm gonna beat the shit out of you for talking to <laughs>
3: Oh that was a
1: funny night Wow, that was a funny night wow.
3: can be territorial.
1: I going to get sued by Disney over that one, probably.
3: Possibly uh next we have a fun little uh, news clip. Uh here a lady was reporting about some flooding on the roads uh before she's unexpectedly struck by a vehicle. Uh the one cool thing that happens, I guess, is that she tries to keep going and she does, I guess, successfully keep going. But the funny part is this, and well, I guess we'll play that right here.
1: And now we're starting to experience, unfortunately, in Freeze Thaw, we see this, water main breaks. <laughs>
3: Hit by a car, but I'm okay. I just got hit by a car, but I'm well, okay, Tim. That's the first um, for you Okay, on TV, Jory. Woo! We're all good. Are you okay? I'm okay. Yeah, you know that's live TV for you. It's all good. I actually got hit by a car in college too, just like that. Wow. I am so glad I'm okay. Yeah. You're okay. You're okay. We're all good. This is a. Uh... Oh! You know what? It's uh, a one sure woman band. Sure, you're okay, Jory. We're good, Tim. Ma'am, you, sure you okay? are so
1: sweet, and you are okay. I am it is all good. You know, I,
3: oh, Lord. So you. You know, it's my last week on the job, and I think this would happen. So you were specifically bumped to in, me, Tim. were you
1: bumped down low, Tori, or were you hit up high? I couldn't really tell from the looking. Oh.
3: I, I I don't even. Do you know if I was bumped down low or up high, sir? I just saw you I don't even out of the know. Screen. I don't even know, Tim. I, my whole life just flashed before my eyes. And the funny part to me is, right after she gets hit, uh, she starts going, "Oh, this happened to me before in college." Yeah, I spot that. And it, to me, it's just—it's very like—it's so human nature that when you you're either like struck and you're not expecting it, you always try to play it off as if though nothing happened. And here she literally got hit by a car and she's like, Oh no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like that, the way she got struck, that had to hurt. Um,
0: let me yeah. ask you this,
3: Jimmy, you're
0: doing a standup for some reason outside the world juniors in, in Edmonton and you well, get the, hit because the
3: parking by lot by attendant golf. wouldn't let him in.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you get hit by a golf cart driving by you do. You're live. I, I
1: think I'd try to make a joke and laugh it off or something. And because uh, you, you, when, when you are live, you will do things that you wouldn't normally do. Like she could have been hurt by that, but you could tell like adrenaline's going probably. I guess she was okay, but if she did have any sort of injuries, the thing that struck me most, Lester, was the anchor not reacting whatsoever. And I guess there was some news afterwards that he didn't have a monitor. Which is really strange, oh, but I guess right. in local news now with low budgets, it's possible that, that he could not see her, which is weird. I don't know how you can anchor a newscast and not be able to see a reporter, mm-hmm. but he doesn't even like she gets hit by a car and he barely changes an expression. He's like, oh, everything OK there.
3: <laughs> I, I was going to say like his reaction was more confusion than concern.
1: Like yes, he did yes, not seem I, to be correct.
3: concerned with what happened at all. So, but if you're saying, I guess if he didn't have a feet of it, that that starts to make. Yeah, a lot so of
1: he, he he heard the noise and stuff, but he didn't know this oh, okay. is what I was heard because I didn't you want see to her smack
3: right into the cameras. So. Yeah, I know. I, listen, oh, I, I, I would well. I,
0: I would like to believe that he he didn't know was, either that or he was super cool, didn't want to panic or anything like that. Oh, you got hit by car.
1: That's terrible. Oh, you okay. <laughs> now john has sports (laughs) well and the other problem sometimes is these you know on a local level with newscasters you know you're not always getting the the cream of the crop necessarily and sometimes they train these people to be you know so cool under pressure you know never that they become robots that don't show any emotion and and it's you have to be a human on there right (laughs) she's gotten a lot of appearances on talk shows and such out of this so Good for her because she was a trooper to, uh, to finish that hit.
3: Just like the, she, first actually, she seemed more concerned lady.
1: about the lady that hit her quite frankly
0: as well, which was yeah. interesting. You
1: now know. boys, I'm going to have to run here, uh, shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you have a, a big, long listener mail. Why don't we save those to next week, stop? And we'll do mm-hmm. an extended edition of listener mail. Um, and I do want to know if you're on TikTok. is that, can we do a teaser on that till next week? Sure. Sure. Yes. So, well, but let's finish TikTok, with this. Uh, let's finish with your uh, last thing of, uh, Uh, Maskless and entitled the musical, which I thought was brilliant.
3: Yeah, Yeah. uh, so this is one of these uh, classic quote unquote Karen videos where a lady is going off on I believe two police officers. She's not wearing her mask. She's refusing to wear a mask. Uh, She does a whole speech. Uh, They, to her shock, I guess, arrest her at the end. Uh, But the best part about this video uh, is obviously someone decided to turn it into a musical. Uh, It's a split screen. A guy's playing the piano on the uh, left side. Uh, perfectly in sync with every single part of her rant. So uh, we'll play that here for your enjoyment.
1: I am a woman of God. This is my rank as much as it is yours. This is my land as much as it is yours. I did not sign up for this. I am a Christian woman of God. And you are not
0: going to put your disgusting rules on me that are false and
1: not true. I will not have it. You understand that?
3: I'm sick of being bullied, I'm sick of being lied to, and it's not gonna happen anymore. Do you understand? The CDC just released. Oh my gosh! Oh my yeah, gosh! Oh my gosh!
1: Brilliant, very well done. Brilliant, on. yeah. Uh, I had a thought, I wasn't smart enough. Maybe, stop. if you are on TikTok, which we'll find out next week, mm-hmm. you nice. could do this. Uh, the clips of Alfonso Davies uh going nuts watching the Canadian Soccer goals. Yeah. I thought uh you could do a split screen and and have various things that he was actually reacting to, uh, like Jeff O'Neill's 40 yard dash, for instance. I would like <laughs> to see <laughs> Alfonso Davies going crazy and on the other side of the screen, Jeff O'Neill's 40 yard dash. See, that's the kind of I stuff like, that's I gonna like make that. me a TikTok mm-hmm. TikTok star. Uh, or perhaps you stop a TikTok star. Um, hey
0: guys, be back with you guys. Yeah. So ahead Lester. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I just wanted to say before we close uh, uh, and, and you know, it's okay. Don't, don't sweat it. I'm not mad. I noticed you guys didn't wish me a happy black history month. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Also, no, you guys don't ever, never wish me a happy black Friday. I can't believe
1: it. <laughs> we are, uh, I was going to promote something tonight, but then I realized nobody will hear until Thursday. We're doing a bunch of that on our lease game tonight. Uh, uh, talking to Mark Fraser, uh, former Toronto Maple Leaf, and actually, guy guy to went to my high school about uh, some of the important topics that we're going to cover in Black History Month. And uh, happy Black History Month, Lester. We know. Well, thank uh, you.
0: No, but I, w- I was going to say, in all seriousness, <laughs> uh, the network at TSF, we've got a lot of stuff coming up this month on social media, whether it be barred down and our, our our social channels. Uh, there's going to be extensive break with some spignettes some, uh, coming on the, the network as well. And then every Friday on Sports Center features uh, the lovely and talented Tracy Britton, uh Reagan Subban are producing those. And there's lots of stuff coming for that's hockey as well. So it's going to be a big month. And I think it's, uh, I just want to say, that I think it's very important. And I'm glad we're doing the work.
1: So Absolutely. there we go. It matters, buddy. Uh, so thank you for bringing that up and uh, missed you, you guys. You. Thanks for being back. Well, well, we'll see you next week. The Gold Bar League is coming. Um, uh, it is coming, right, Scott? It's coming. Oh, it's coming. I, it's coming. I oh, haven't baby.
3: slept in weeks.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'll Also, uh, I was going to get into it this week, but I guess we'll talk about this next week. Uh, I don't even know if it's made public yet, but uh, this will be my new wardrobe for the next week. Oh, yes, indeed. Is that Silk never i've never had i've never had worn something with this on it
3: before wow. whoa. Uh, whoa for those listening uh, jimmy just uh, described the oh. cbc logo i'm gonna do the descriptive logo audio logo. for the podcast now
1: when it gets Thank to you. <laughs> I, I guess we're gonna have to Ch- uh, james chuckles
3: amusingly <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh thanks for watching thanks to our friends at betsafe.net uh details on the gold bar league uh, we'll have for you next week and uh, we'll see you next week on the rubber
3: boots podcast Podcast okay, ends. Hey, how are you? I got a question that I really want to ask you. Wait, don't hang up. I need to know, so I'm going to try and push my love. Are you wearing your rug? Tonight I'll be purple, yeah.
1: in your Wubba boots tonight?